Look at this, will ya? A little bit of spring in the air today, a little bounce in the step. And good evening, everyone, and welcome to Race Time Radio. I'm Joe Chisholm, along with Joe Chisholm Jr., right here in the RTR studio. Jr., you felt that, did you? A little bit of spring in the air. You didn't go outside today, did you? I did. Yeah, you yeah. Didn't. Did yeah, you I walk did. outside? Oh, I sure did. I walked the dog, took uh, my did you? Wilbur out for a couple of walks today. Well, it was snowing and, and drifting and no, no, everything no, no, no. else up here. Listen, listen. You just got to be you got to be hallucinating no. a little bit. Listen, you didn't go out of the house last weekend when the CSRA was in town, <laughs> and I that was, was out there. Winter. It was minus 13, gale force winds and i'll tell you what today was like a summer day compared to what that was last weekend absolutely oh yeah nah, for sure it's uh yeah spring is right around the corner we got lots of uh lots of moving and shaking now what do it's, we got one uh, more day one more day and february's gone that's right that's yeah right. january's gone february's gone i will say this Woo. i i duped a lot of people on facebook did you i did I, on the daytona 500 day yeah, I said pick your best three. The best three, I'll tr- I'll personally transfer you ten thousand uh, dollars on February thirtieth. And there was a lot of people that didn't catch it. <laughs> There's not thirty days in February, right? Right. Um, but yeah. a lot of people were like, "Hey, I think I won." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry if I duped you. Well, I'm not actually transferring ten grand. If I had it, I wouldn't transfer that's, it. That's good. That that that's that pretty good. It was it was good. funny. I I found it funny. You oh, know, yeah. I chuckled at it. Oh, I bet. Are you allowed to laugh at your own joke? Sure, sure. I mean, sure. I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Hey, we got a lineup tonight. Have we ever? And I'm going to tell you exactly who we got coming on this show tonight. How about the NASCAR Penny Series, our national tour? We're going to start previewing it tonight on the show. And Junior thought there'd be no better person to start this out with than uh, the guy that was the 2021 champion. L.P. Dumoulin, the weather tech dodge, he is going to join us uh, in mere moments. It's going to be great catching up with L.P. It will be, for sure. I was actually just talking to L.P. Uh, yesterday as well and just uh, looking forward to catching back up with him. He's, uh, man, they got a lot of cool stuff happening in their shop over there. Uh, lots of moving and shaking, of course. Um, he's got a new crew chief. Um, yeah. You know, going to be going to be a crew chief for his team. Uh, longtime crew chief Robin uh, McCluskey there, he, he has stepped away. Way and and uh, has now, went on to he, a new venture. Oh, did he go with another team? Or yes, totally. Out? Yep, no, with another team. Ooh, um, the and, plot uh, thickens. Yeah, absolutely. So LP's got uh, a little bit of a little bit of uh, you know a new communication to step through uh, for for 2022 and and uh, and onwards. So um, definitely uh, going to be an interesting program with uh, with what the 47 can can come up with. Of course, uh, uh, WeatherTech back again for another mm. year and yep. um, all those great things. So, um, yeah, it's the 47 team, um, man, last season was just the season that, that they they didn't mess up at all. No. You know? And, he had a good year. He had a great year. And, and really, it was him in the 18 car, you know, just consistent. Four. Of course, reaching victory lane um, and, and doing all those different things, but... Uh, but never had the lights out speed that some of the other guys had. You know, Trayton Lapsovich comes to mind. He had lights out speed at, at a few places. Mm. Lacroix had had lights out speed at a few places. He always a does. Ranger had lights out yep. speed at a few places, and uh, just nobody could hold it together for the entire 
drop of the green flag to the checkered flag. And uh, it just seemed like him and and uh, and Alex Tagliani, um, they were able to be there at the end of the race yeah. and be in that top five, be in the mix. And, uh, and you know, just at the end of the year, um, I think LP was just as surprised as everybody else that he won the championship. He went in there with a big delta. Uh, into Delaware Speedway, yeah. and uh, uh, he was able able to overcome a lot of points and, and walked out of there with the big trophy. But well, uh, was, it, it's going to be cool. That was the last time we spoke with LP. He had actually just got out of the race car, uh, just claimed the championship, and we caught him with like two minutes left to go on the show. Uh, we did catch the champion right off, uh, like right, right at that particular time, and uh, then we ran out of time that night. And we have not spoke with LP since. So uh, looking forward to catching up with LP Dumoulin in just a couple of moments here. Also, to continue the conversation with the NASCAR Pinty Series, uh, we thought, what you know, there's going to be a lot of new race teams coming into the series this year, which is so refreshing uh, to hear and to say. Uh, one of those new race teams, Junior, is going to be the number 31. I know him, and I've known him since the Can-Am Midget days. And so have you. Daniel Bois is going to be in the NASCAR Penny Series this year. So I thought, look at this. We get a champion. We get a newcomer coming in. And, of course, Daniel, not not new, new, but he's going to be new to the series. And uh, he's uh, going to join the show tonight. It's going to be great catching up with him. Yeah, definitely. When that release came out, he was actually one of the first to release any kind of news for 2022 for the Penny Series. Yeah. They've been working on this program for a long time, uh, MBS Motorsports and, and that team. Uh, Daniel Bois has been... Nothing but an advocate for the sport. He, yes. he, he, you know, him and his entire family, really. You know, when you look at, at how long we've known them and how long they've been in the sport, um, Daniel Bois, uh, just a, a, a racing fanatic, if you yep. could. Um, you know, named his son after, uh, you know, Ayrton Senna. You know, that's yeah. the, yeah, the type yeah. of guy that uh, Daniel Bois is. Um, he has spent a lot of years now, a lot of years, Working over at Mossport Speedway, oh, driving uh, over, cars over at Canadian Tire Motorsports Park. Yeah, uh, teaching a lot of people that uh, you know have bought sports cars or looking to get into the sport, and then working with the likes of the NASCAR Camper World Truck Series guys. Um, you know, he he for a lot of years there uh, worked with uh, the guys from Red Horse Racing and as well with Thor Sport mm-hmm. Racing. Yeah, um, you know, guys like Matt Crafton and and you know Ben Rhodes and all those guys, Grant Enfinger, and uh, you know working with those guys and showing them the the ins and outs of Mossport, the ropes. That is the place where Daniel Bois is going to uh, to basically you know break the ice and get out there and get after it. Um, they've got a really good car by the sounds of it. Um, you know, with, with a, a winning road course car from Steckley Motorsports and, uh, you know, Daniel Bois has got a lot of momentum on his side. He's, sure does. he's got a team there that, uh, they've assembled and, um, they're going to make a run at it. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what they can put together. Um, who will Teddy drive for his dad? Who's he going to drive for? Is he going to drive for Daniel? Like he, he's the hauler he, driver, right? He'll he has be, been forever. He'll be the chief crown royal drinker. That's, <laughs> that's who Teddy will be driving for. Uh, I got a lot of Teddy. He, he's a, he, it's it's going to be a, a really cool effort to see what Daniel Bois can put together. Um, you know, it, it, looking back on it, man, remember when he made his Can-Am Midget debut? Oh, <laughs> you know, I, and, I can and, remember it quite well, actually. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, just uh, we've seen him in, in so many different types of vehicles. And um, he's, uh, you know, he, he's not the type of guy that's ever went after a championship. 
um, except for back in the day with the Can-Am Midget. With the Midget, yep. Um, yep. But, uh, you know, in and out uh, certain vehicles, um, you know, getting the opportunity whenever he, whenever he could. And, uh, you know, it's going to be really neat to see what he can put together with this deal. Um, the Pinty Series, it's not new to him. He's been walking around the oh, garage yeah. area for, yeah, yeah. He's forever. He's been part of it for a long time. You know, he's, he's spotted for numerous guys. He's worked with and coached numerous guys uh, throughout the series and, and throughout all the other different series as well. So, um, you know, anybody who's out there that hasn't met Daniel Bois, you might recognize his voice if you've yeah. wandered around the garage area. I'm um, looking forward to having him on the show tonight and, and uh, catching up with him. Yeah, he's going to be joining us here in hour number one. Also coming up on tonight's show, Rick Walt. You know Rick Spencer Walt. He is uh, driver the number 31. He's got kind of a cool deal happening for 2022 and then uh, in the APC series. Yeah, Walt has had a cool deal for the last few years. You know, really, he has, has taken and turned a corner – um, he has been involved in the sport for a long period of time, uh, you know, and, and he was a staple in the Superstock series for, you know, I, I don't even know how long. It would that, have been it would have been 10, 15 years, the, the Thunder Car series. Those, that, that, you know, that black iconic card that he had yeah, back exactly. in the day, right? Yeah, and, and you know, Rick, uh, you know, has had so many different opportunities um, pop up over the last three years. And it has been so exciting to watch from the sidelines, right. you know, um, you know, seeing him get an opportunity to jump in uh, the McCall um, super late model, you know, yep. uh, seeing him get the opportunity to jump into a, a absolutely dominating piece uh, uh, in the limited late model division, uh, going out and winning a couple of championships and going out and, and winning a bunch of races and as well winning an APC race in his first attempt. Um, just a, a He's a shoe. He's a wheelman. Um, and, uh, you know, I think this year he's got his best opportunity that he's ever had um, to not only go get a checkered flag, but to go get a championship uh, in in Ontario's toughest late model series. Well, we're going to find out the details on that tonight with Rick Spencer-Walt, and uh, he will be in the 31. Also on tonight's program... Uh, with, you know, the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series is going to be heading into Vegas. They're going to be uh, trying their luck, pulling the arm in Vegas next weekend. And just ahead of that, I thought, man, it'd be a good idea to grab uh, a grand and finger. Let's talk some NASCAR Camping World Trucks, shall we? With uh, the champion equipment number 98 for GMS, Grant Enfinger going to join us tonight live. Um, and uh, then, then Junior... Uh, I got something huge, and I mean huge, to uh, let everybody know about at uh, right near the end of the show. We're going to have one more guest. I'm not going to tell you who it is because if I do, then you're going to kind of figure what the big news is. I'm going to hold that back, and you'll have to uh, just stay with us throughout the course of the next two hours, and you're going to find out some real big news uh, that we are so excited about here at Race Time Radio but it's going to be a great night, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to hit this first break. And when we come back, we're going to have the NASCAR 2021 NASCAR Pinty Series champion here in Canada, our national champion, El Pidumalan, is going to be with us on the other side of the break. Don't you go anywhere. We're just getting started.
This is Glenn Hertzke, the driver of number 14 Super Late Model at Auto Clearing Motor Speedway. Race time radio will be right back. From coast to coast, coast, to coast you're listening to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today. Race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination, is on free preview all February. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Race Time Radio to go. Streaming live or on demand at racetimeradio.com. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store. You can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. Cold temperatures mean we light fires to warm up or cook on, sometimes even to survive. Quick, quick fire starters are a must in your kit, in your sled, ATV, or vehicle. Quick Quick just may save your life if you get stranded this winter. Enjoy the winter. We're Canadian. And so is Quick Quick. They're available online. Go to quickquick.com and they ship to your door. Quick Quick fire starters. They work. Got old Chase Elliott. He gets turned into the outside wall. <laughs> Holy cow. The thrill of the race. You just never know how it's going to play out. Insider access to the drivers. We'll roll with it. We're enjoying it. We'll, we'll collect as many trophies as we can. Uh, let's go finish this thing, baby. It's a new normal. Better figure it out. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Thank you. You are the man. Taking you all the way to the track and back. It's race time radio. Sirius XM 167. Now, here's Joe. And welcome back, everybody, live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167, Canada Talks. So, so glad you could tune in tonight. We are going to go to the Hotline Junior, and we are going to bring in our first guest of the night. We are going to start the 2022 NASCAR Pinty Series preview. We're going to start it right now, and we're going to start it with the chap from last year. Let's welcome in, shall we, the WeatherTech, uh, number 47, Last year's champion, L.P. Dumoulin. What's going on there tonight, Mr. L.P.? How are you? I'm doing great. What about you guys? Oh, man, I'm telling you what. We're firing on all cylinders. I feel like you now. <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs> eight cylinders? Twelve cylinders? How many cylinders? Uh, we'll go with eight because uh, I know that's what you were firing on the last time we had you on here. Man, we haven't talked to you all off season. The last time we spoke to you, you just claimed 
uh, the championship in the NASCAR Penny Series. And uh, we only had a couple of minutes, and then we were out of time, man. Uh, what have you been doing since you got the trophy? Oh, uh, there was no uh, re- relax time. We just kept digging really hard. Um, you know, we were super proud of that championship, and it was really hard uh, for everybody that last season, you know, very compressed 10 races within, you know, two months. There was a lot of things we've learned out of it, and uh, we were extremely proud to bring that championship back again for uh, WeatherTech and Ben Mar. So, um, but we just kept in mind one thing is to show up for 2022 uh, with a stronger effort, uh, even more so, because um, it was not a perfect season. I mean, we, we did win the championship, I mean, but uh, we, we had a couple problems here and there, but we've learned a ton. We've, we've, we've got some very good stuff that we've cooked over the winter. Uh, we had some very good momentum, and uh, I'm super proud of what we've done o- o- over the last couple months because we had more time to work on the cars, get them ready, and um, work on, on on being more efficient for next season. Well, LP, you guys are masters at it. You know, it wasn't that long ago, you and I standing on pit road, I want to say, uh, I can't remember exactly which track we were at, but you were a rookie. I, I remember it. I uh, remember it well. Uh, you came off uh, road course, of course, uh, the the name Dubalin. Man, you guys, road course kings. Uh, if there was a ringer, you'd be it. Uh, but when it came time for oval tracks, man, uh, you and I standing off to the side, you went, oh, Joe, I got so much to learn on oval track. And it didn't really take you that long, LP. And you're as good now on an oval as you are on a road course. Uh, just super to watch the progression uh, of you as a driver, you as a team. Um, just you guys got the whole package happening, man. And that's what you need to do in this sport. Well, thanks so much. But, I mean, you know, I had a lot of good people that, you know, I worked with in the past, you know, and there's so many of them. But, you know, thinking about when I've done that Rookie of the Year deal, uh, I had uh, Billy Burns helping me that year. And, then you know, he helped me a ton on oval stuff as well as uh, when we switched to uh, King Order Sport with Mario Gossman. And then with Scott Stickley, actually, when we started that series going full season. And, uh, working with McCall, and then I got so many names out there, people that's been helping me um, that, to learn oval. Uh, the driving part of it is one thing, but the setup part of it is very important as well. So I, I know I forget names here, but, I mean, there's so many people that's been helping me, but it's like anything else in life. I mean, you have people that can reach out and help you, but if you don't take the advice, if you don't take the 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 words and everything that you bring to you and you need to chew it you need to understand what's the deal and uh, and to apply it and then uh, other drivers actually when I showed up there at the beginning uh, they were very welcoming helping me on the oval stuff because uh, they, they thought I no. I was pretty ballsy to get there with my road course car with a with a oval set up on it yeah. <laughs> my first race was Barry Ontario with my road course car, which was uh, not easy to do at all. I remember. Uh, oh, man, I don't know how many laps I got down that, <laughs> that <laughs> night. <laughs> but that was pretty good for my ego. It was pretty good for a lot of stuff. But, yeah. you know, here we go. Here we are. <laughs> it definitely uh, – I remember that night, too. It, it definitely uh, – it, it could – it, you know, when you show up 
as a as a new guy in any series, it can definitely put your your ego in check, right? It's uh, you, you know, you think you got your ducks in a row until you until you see the guy pass you on the outside, and and you're like, wow, that that guy's moving. <laughs> you know? oh, yeah. LP, uh, you know, when you look at uh, at all the great stuff that has happened uh, to you through your career, you you have now established yourself as as a three time champion. There's only there's only a couple of you. Uh, that are in that realm. Um, so you are an ambassador for the the Pinty series itself, and and your 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 words matter um, to to the fans, to the to the competitors, to the officials, to everything. When you look at the Pinty series heading into twenty twenty two, I think I think you would agree with this. There's there's a ton of momentum behind the series um, that we haven't seen in the past. I'm going to say eight to ten years. Um, there's, there's a pile of, of new competitors. There's a market for used race cars. Um, there's people that want to join the series. What is that magic sauce? What did we stumble upon? What, what is the penny series doing right, right now? Oh, so many things. Uh, just first of all, the organization, the people behind Pinty's and the people that works, you know, uh, within the, the sponsorship of the series and the series itself is very important. It's the same with my sponsorship with WeatherTech and Benmar. It has to be a win-win deal in between the series and, and the sponsors, same as uh, the driver or race team and the sponsors. So that is number one. And then plus you have this with the fans, obviously. You want to be reaching out to fans and be very close with them because if there's no fans, there's no racing. That's that's just as simple as that. So we had a, you know, the last two years was pretty challenging for everybody, but I think everybody loved the series so much that they're starving right now. They're craving some racing. They, they love the show because we race on short track. It's just, you know, half a mile, not even, it's pretty much half a mile is what we, the, the biggest short track we do. And then we go for five roll course. So seven oval, five roll course. I think that the average there on oval roll course is very good. And uh, we do very exciting street circuits like Trois-Rivières, Three Rivers. And then we go to Toronto and then we go to Icar. And then afterwards we do twice Mossport, which is, I mean, Mossport is the best track you can have for those type of cars. I mean, we can stretch our legs there. We can go very fast. We can lean in the corners and, Again, uh, there's rules for the fans everywhere we go. Uh, so that's – and then the fans can come to us and we can talk and we can be close to each other and then we can exchange. And I think there's there's a lot behind all of it that, uh, that, that, that makes a difference and makes it a very good show and a very good place to be for the drivers, the sponsors, the drivers, the fans all together to, uh, to have a lot of fun. I mean, that's the, that's the key. And I, I – and that's one thing I can tell you. There is no shame about our um, quality of drivers out there. I mean, I would tell you one thing. Yes, I'm, sometimes people ask me, do you want to go down south? Do you want to go Xfinity? Do you want to go Cup? Do whatever. I mean, yes, I would. You know, I wish. Give me a good car, and I would, I would love to do it. But um, the good thing about our series is, we can keep a very, very good level of competition driver-wise and team-wise for, for, for an amount of money that's still a lot of money in racing. We all know about that. But 
that it's respectable so that 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 a lot of driver can show their talent out there and um i think that that's what makes the series very special i mean there's a ton of very good drivers and teams that that can show their their talent and their capability and um that's what we've seen uh i mean last year i mean Okay, it's two different things, oval and, and road course. But I've I've seen a lot of very good road course, road course driver, but I've seen a lot of very good oval driver uh, coming up in the, in the series last year that uh, will uh, <laughs> will be very cool to watch this season again. I mean, for you guys to watch, for me to race again. <laughs> but uh, I think that's what that's what's bringing. Uh, um, the good part about the series there's so many good things about the series but that's that's the overview of it we are with lp dumoulin uh right here on the hotline lp of course last year's champion he is a three-time champion in the nascar penny series our national tour uh and it's going to be in a spectacular year uh you can see it coming right now looks like the pandemic is winding down well winding down we'll get used to it i guess you would say uh, but things are going to look a lot better this year than they did last year, definitely than the year before. Uh, it's going to be a very exciting year. And L.P. Dumoulin is going to be one of those guys that everybody's going to have to keep their peepers on. Uh, he's in the 47 WeatherTech Dodge. L.P., uh, you're good on road course. You're good on oval now. Now look at what these guys do in NASCAR. They say, well, we've got to throw another curveball at these guys and we're going to put you on dirt. How are you on dirt? Have you done any <laughs> dirt racing? Oh, you know what? That's, I, I love the idea. Um, well, to start with, we're going across Canada this season, which is outstanding. I can't wait to go back out uh, out west to see my friends and uh, partners over there. And then I can't wait to go out east. And we There's a possibility we go out east. And then now we are talking about dirt. So dirt is something that I'm, as a driver, I'm extremely excited about. Um, now, as the owner, preparator, team, <laughs> uh, you know, we're, <laughs> we have a lot going on already. Uh, so the, it's just like a unknown on the setup there and what it's going to do in the cars and uh, setup, uh, yes, but as well as, uh, you know, how the track changed. So I just, I just love challenge, and I think this is going to be a big challenge for everybody, and I'm super excited about it because I know there's a lot of fans out there that love dirt, and uh, I'm all in for that. Well, now you didn't answer my question. I asked you if you have any experience on dirt. Uh, Everybody, racers in Quebec, you guys are well-rounded. I wouldn't doubt you've had laps. I did a couple laps last year with uh, uh, a school called Driven or Driver uh, Experience, and it's uh, it was just for a show that I have done it. But um, be exper- uh, to be uh, honest with you, when I started racing, we didn't have money for karting or nothing. Like mm-hmm. we just went out with my dad after school. We were working on scrapyard cars, like. A Volkswagen Rabbit, the Rono 5, and my brother, my dad, and I and friends were racing on ice. Oh, on lakes, really? Frozen lakes. Yeah. So that's that's the way I started racing. I was 12, around 12, 13 years old. Um, so going sideways is, I mean, I don't. It's not a problem. I know it's different. It's not. It's not the same as ice, of course. Right. But um, it's something that I've always, you know 
played with, you know, uh, racing in the rain is just something I really like. I really enjoy it. And uh, I, I did a lot of dirt bike and a lot of stuff. And, and, and I know it's nothing related to really dirt. I know dirt is totally different. But, again, uh, low-grip stuff, going sideways, going wild is something that I'm – I'm very excited about, and uh, no, I don't have that much experience on dirt, but I will have to learn quick as much as I've learned. I had to learn quick on ovals, so I guess uh, <laughs> <laughs> we should be, uh, we should, I mean, you know what, uh, we'll go test. I'm going to try to get a couple rides here and there on a, a sportsman, they call here on a, on a couple ovals track and try to do a couple things so I can uh, ramp up my uh, my learning curve and uh I mean, there's a pretty good prize money going for that race as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely big, big coin going on the list. And, you know, the stars will be out uh, when they get to the big O this week. And uh, you got yeah. Stuart Friesen and uh, the, the names that we've heard uh, that are unconfirmed, of course. But I've heard Kenny Wallace talking about coming. I've heard uh, yeah. maybe, maybe we'll see Schrader. Like, these guys are uh, big-time well, dirt racers. The big and, names. Like, we've heard we've heard Kyle Larson. And Kyle we've heard, Larson, We've yeah. heard, we've heard uh, Christopher Bell as well. And, and, oh, uh, Kyle Larson uh, coming. That guy's overrated, right? Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially on dirt. Laser, Especially on dirt. <laughs> he's laser measured. That guy right there. Yeah, yeah. That, guy, that guy is laser mature. <laughs> <laughs> That's an LP Dumoulin throwback yeah. for everybody listening. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, I have seen you on dirt before. You know, usually once in a practice session, uh, you know, when you go on your bonsai lap, it's nothing to hang that uh, that, that left rear out uh, on, on the exit, of, you know, the, the final turn at Mossport. Uh, when you guys when you guys tape off, uh, you know it's just one tire on the dirt. But uh, but uh, you know I've seen you do it a couple times. That's LP. not that doesn't qualify as a dirt race. Though. If you put grass on it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't count, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's it, it definitely looking forward to seeing everything come together. Um, you're not allowed studs in your tires. You know, if you rewind back to the ice racing, you're not allowed studs at, at Ashwikin. Uh, so I will be checking those tires when I walk by the 47 car. But LP, it's always a pleasure to catch up with you. And, and uh, you're definitely a, uh, you know, a deserving champion of the series and, and uh, looking forward to seeing what you guys can put together in in 22 oh indeed my friends always a pleasure hi to the fans everybody listening we'll see you soon at the racetrack we're all pumped and uh, getting ready for it awesome stuff lp dumoulin right there uh three-time champion going for four in 2022 always great to catch up with lp uh, a colorful guy and uh really like a, a very quick understudy right like he 100%. picks up uh, he's he's got racing in his blood, and uh, I've always enjoyed uh, watching him learn. Yeah. Um, he does like a loose race car. He does. So you know, on dirt, that's really going to help. He's gonna. He's got car control. He, he's he's got situational awareness, and he's a true blue racer. And but you know what? Uh, you have to take your hat off to that team because really, uh, he touched on it. You know, he raced for a bunch of other teams and said, "You know what? I'm making a stand. I'm planting my flag. I'm starting my own team." Right. And not just him. Him, him and his brother. And that's tough um, to do. It's, it's a family operation over there. 
but I tell you what, I've seen a lot of race teams, right? And, and you know, I've walked in the garage area, whether it be at the Cup Series level, whether it be at the, the Penny Series level or the late model level. It's, it, it, you know, you see professional race teams, and when you see a pro team, you can identify it. Right. And they show up to the track. They look the part. They have the right people. They they have the partners. They have the the assets that you need to go race. They have the the you know entire package. When when the drop of the green flag happens, they have every part and piece that they need to go win a race. And for them to build that over the the short term that they've been a part of the series, right, is very impressive. And and you know we're in the media. We got to give shouts out to those people that are that are that are deserving. Um, his media personality. If you ever look, at, if you're a late model guy or a team, and you you look at a team like LP Dumoulin, and you're like, wow, how do they how do they create that? How do they how do reach they so how do far? they yeah how do they get yep. the partners? How do they get uh, how do they you know it, it's just money. That's what people say, and they just turn around and 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 think that that's totally you know un unavailable to them. Right. It's not. You need a person. Like like his PR representative Jessica, yes, Jessica Menard, yes, um, she does an amazing job. The communication that their team puts out there to the media, the communication that their team puts out there to the fan base, yes. Um, I don't know what she gets paid to be on that team, but it's not enough. Not enough. And yeah. you know, really, we deal with PR representatives on a daily basis with Race Time Radio. She does a wild job. I can tell you honestly, Junior, I, and the number of times we've ever had L.P. Dumoulin on this show, and Jess was uh, working with uh, Rafael Lazard, too. Yep. I can honestly say that, uh, and that's where I usually try, is I get a hold of the PR representative for that team. Now, there is quite a few drivers that I do know personally, and I'll contact them direct. Uh, And I don't mean any disrespect by doing it that way. It's just I happen to know the person, so I'll send them a quick text. Anyway, what I'm getting at with uh, contacting either one of those race teams, um, Jess has never been any more than, I'll say, 15 or 20 minutes after I put the request in. And most times... It's almost within five minutes I will hear f- back from her saying, I'll check into it. I'll see if he's available. Uh, anything else you need? Uh, it, like, just amazing. She is amazing to work with. And uh, th- that's the kind of thing, like you say, that's the kind of people you need. Did LP tell us who his crew chief is? No. We didn't ask him. But his crew chief, I know, um, and and I'll have to pull it up. Um, his crew chief was his car chief last year and has oh, been with the team okay. for a lot of years. Oh, okay. um, his name, I can see his face. I do not have his name on the tip of my tongue. I'm sorry about that. Um, but uh, but definitely he, he does have uh, a new crew chief. and it, it, he, it's Just new to the role of crew chief, um, not new to the team. Right. Okay, we're going to hit a quick break here. When we come back, we're going to go from the champion to the new guy. We got Daniel Bois, driver of the 31 in the NASCAR Penny Series. He's coming up on the other side of the break. Stay right there. We'll be back. Hey, race fans. This is Graham Rahal. You're listening to Race Time Radio on Sirius. From coast to coast, coast, to coast you're listening to Canada Talks. To Canada Talks. 
Race Time Radio is fueled by BP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers, get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Is it your job to light the fire, the campfire, or maybe you're like me and you heat your home with wood? You need to use it quick, quick. These fire starters work, no paper or kindling, and presto, your fire is going every time. No toxic fumes, just warm, enjoyable flames. You can get them online. Go to quickwick.com. Quickwick, they work. Lead singer of Great Big C, Alan Doyle. There's a song on the, the, on the record called Back to the Harbor, which is the title track that I actually sing with my dad. And then the one you made reference to, the Back Home on the Island, is, is one of the songs that really I, I always reference it as an old Ron Hines, a famous Newfoundland songwriter song, but it was the words could have been spoken out of my father or or my uncle's mouth, you know. It's like a, it was just it's one of those perfect paintings. Sirius XM Channel 167. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination, is on free preview all February. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how two programs and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Now, a flashback in Canadian music history. Here's Eric Elper. Rush holds a special place in our hearts and in the record books. They've sold more than 40 million copies around the world. They have a star in the Hollywood Rock of Fame, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and officers of the Order of Canada. And they've released 24 gold records and 14 platinum albums, placing them fifth for the most consecutive gold or platinum studio albums by any rock band. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Rev TV Canada. From the high banks of Daytona to the snow banks in Canada, we cover it all. Ooh, that's going to leave a mark. And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, Cal. Woo, shake and bake. And here on Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. Well, the NASCAR Pinty Series is what we are previewing tonight, and we will be for a lot of nights in a row here. Uh, hope to make our way through uh, all the competitors. we got enough time between now and the time the first green flag goes in the air. At CTMP, that'll be the first NASCAR Pinty's race of the season, uh, and we intend on getting all those competitors on here to give you a real good look. Uh, on national level from all of our guys. Uh, and uh, we just heard from last year's champion, L.P. Dumoulin. We go from L.P. Dumoulin to a guy that is going to be coming into the series brand new. Uh, he's not brand new by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, he's His name 
is Daniel Bois. He'll be driving the number 31 this coming summer. You don't want to miss it. Uh, he's on the hotline with us right now. Daniel, what's going on? How you doing, brother? How's it going, guys? Good to, good to hear from you. And talk about going from one end of the spectrum to the other. You go from LP, the champion, to, to me. Well, <laughs> There's not much comparison there. Hey, <laughs> you could be a champion, Daniel. I know you. Uh, maybe, you know, the odd person may not know you, but I can tell you I know you, and you got the potential of doing uh, pretty well whatever you want to do inside a race car. Uh, you are, uh, you're one of those shoes and one of those guys that uh, fans are going to get to know right away because I wouldn't doubt Victory Lane isn't too far away from you. Uh, how are things coming along? That 31 car looks uh, lo- looks amazing, man. Yeah, it looks good. Um, we, uh, it's, it's just getting ready to go for its wrap right now. Um, Darren Drynan uh, did a beautiful design on that car with the DGD graphics and uh, yeah, we're excited to see it uh, with its colors on. Cars fully prepped and prepared uh, out of the 22 racing stable. Um, we are running it under the MBS Motorsport banner, but uh, car has been prepared by 22 uh, racing, so we're pretty excited about that. Absolutely. Daniel, uh, looking at, uh, at your background in motorsports, and, and we we talked about it uh, a little bit, uh, you know, leading up to it, leading up to the intro of the show. Um, but uh, you've got a chance to drive some pretty neat machinery um, and, and, and probably a lot more diverse than even I know, and I know you're pretty good, uh, but you've, you've definitely got to drive some pretty neat machinery uh, uh, basically at, at a bunch of really cool places. Um, but for any fan that's out there that's listening that doesn't know Daniel Bois, talk a little bit about your background within the sport and, and you know, kind of where you came from and, and what you're doing and, and, and what you've done in the past. Yeah, I guess the, the, the where the start came was uh, my father raced in the Can-Am Midget Series. Uh, my uncle raced in the uh, ACT Series back in the day. So I grew up at the track, um, like you, Joe, and seeing you guys. Grow, we pretty much grew up together, all, all of us group of guys. And, uh, yeah, I got a shot to run a Can-Am Midget uh, in my teen years, so I got a late start at it. And, uh, you know, did pretty well in that series. Ended up winning a championship bunch of wins um and i was almost completely out of racing when i uh decided to get into i had a friend offer me a role as an instructor actually robin buck uh was the one who brought me in as an instructor at Mosport and said he saw a lot of potential in me and my abilities and uh it's turned into an amazing career now uh where i get to drive some amazing cars i test a lot of vehicles for many different manufacturers um I, I've now taken a job with SAP Motorsports that they just won the uh, 24 Hours of Daytona. So my job with them is uh, as a driver, coach, and data analyst, and I get to work with uh, many different factory race cars, um, mostly on the road racing side. Um, very little oval racing anymore, but uh, I'd love to get back into the oval stuff because that's where that's where my heart is. So from an engineering standpoint, Daniel, you're going to bring a lot to this team, right, to the 31 team itself, not only as a driver, but even from an engineering standpoint, uh, there's a lot of technology that you're going to be able to bring in too, correct? Yeah, in, in some ways. Um, we're, in NASCAR, you're obviously not allowed to run a lot of the data that we run in the GT4 cars and some of the GT3 cars, uh, IMSA-wise or FEL-wise. Uh, the series uh, that uh, I do a lot of work with and a lot of testing with. 
Um, so you're not able to bring that data in, but uh, there is some other stuff you could bring in, some knowledge um, of the tracks and, and things like that. But, uh, you know, we have a really good crew of guys, and obviously with the support of 22 Racing um, behind us, we're, that's going to be the biggest help to us, um, is really just working with those guys with lots of experience. Our crew chief, Jay Fredericks, has got a ton of experience with Trans Am TA2 cars, um, we've actually got a, a, one of our friends from North Carolina coming down who used to work on Jeff Gordon's car back in the day. So we've got some, some good guys who are willing to work on the car. And, and it's, a, it's just a team of guys that are, are all eager to, uh, to just get out there and have a ton of fun. There's no pressure on us. It's all about fun. So Basically, on test day, Daniel, your car is going to look like Inspector Gadget then, right? <laughs> That's, uh, <laughs> test, day, test day, your car will look a little different than race day. <laughs> Oh, man, that's fun. Talk a little bit about your schedule and what you've got coming down the pipe. Obviously, Mossport, uh, you've got to have both those dates circled. Uh, But are we going to see at every road course that the the Penny Series runs on um, as of right now? Or or what's what's the the plan for for, for 22? So as of now, our plan is just to run the two Mossport races. Okay. Um, We do have potential of running a few more, but... The group of the ownership group that owns the team actually they race as well, and that's kind of how our relationship started. Is I've been I've been their coaches, so all three of them own their own race vehicles, and they will be racing this year in the um, the regional racing CASC. There's a V8 supercar um, V8 um, uh, super truck class that's going to run out at Calabogie. Um so they plan on running all those races. So there are some conflicts in the schedule, and we don't want to pull away from their learning curve so we'll be going to all their races and it just works out that the two most sport races don't have any conflict with the pinty schedule or with the the casc schedule so with the hauler i gotta ask this because i know your dad ted he is a hauler driver uh, and he drives for other teams is he going to be hauling for you now for the two shows uh, i'm not sure about that we have actually we haven't discussed that to be honest uh I know uh, one of the owners uh, owns Sierra Excavating, so he's uh, he loves his big rigs. He's got a bunch of them, so he, he might we might have to they might have to arm wrestle for the, for the job. Yeah, it's going to be a hoot, man. You got to be excited. Uh, so testing wise, uh, when are you going to get a chance to roll that thirty one out and uh, get a little like some laps on it? Are, are you going to do, do you have to wait until the whole group goes, or can you uh, get the track ahead of time? No, we should be able to get out uh, once the snow clears at, uh, at CCMP there. You know, luckily I, I get to work there uh, most days of the week. So uh, scheduling-wise, I'm, I'm there already. So, and I work with a lot of the different uh, groups that uh, run track days out there, like Drive Tech, Six Gear, uh, Engineered Automotive, um, Apex. So there are a ton of track days before the first race. So... You know, luckily I'll be able to get out there whenever whenever the team wants to get out there, and hopefully we can get out there with uh, some of our competitors so we can get a baseline on where we're at. Um, I'm sure there's I've got some work to do to get myself acclimated back to this style of car. Um, so I've got some some stuff I got to work on. I'm used to uh, big big brakes, lots of tire, you know, <laughs> maybe not as much horsepower with some of, and tons of arrow with some of the other cars, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be huge, huge difference. And that's what I was. Uh, that was actually my next question. What do you think, Daniel, will be the biggest challenge for you uh, in the learning process? You've been around this for a long time. 
you've been there, sort of done that. But uh, just like anything that's new in life, uh, there's going to come challenges. Where can you see the biggest challenge uh, coming up for you? Um, I'm going to probably say the brakes will probably be the biggest thing for me to get used to. Um, you just The cars don't brake near as well as, uh, you know, a McLaren GT4 or, you know, a, a Porsche GT3, yeah, things like that. So um, that seems to be where I make a lot of my speed whenever I do, you know, race, uh, race at most sport and other classes is under the braking. So I don't want to try to take that same approach with the Pinty series and bite off more than I can chew in it end up under the tire barrier. <laughs> oh, yeah, and that's a real potential. You're flying at CTMP in one of these cars, uh, and I know you absolutely love doing that. You love going fast. Uh, otherwise, you wouldn't be getting into it. Uh, Crew-wise, um, you, you mentioned your crew chief there. Um, how about uh, the rest of the team? Have you got it all formulated uh, for what you're going to be doing, or are you still looking for the odd guy to fill this spot? Yeah, we've got, we've got a decent amount of guys already. Um, it, it's kind of it's kind of neat, actually, the way the social media works. The second we announced that we would be doing this, I had numerous, numerous messages from guys who have worked with Pinty's team over the years. who said we'd love to we'd love to come out and help and and be a part of the team. So um, I think there'd be no shortage of people that want to help out, which is great. Um, obviously, we've already got our our core group of guys that we've had. Anytime I do anything, my my older brother usually comes and you know he's a, he's a big strong lad so he's, he could be our jack man <laughs> so <laughs> we've got him for sure um we've uh i've chatted with a bit with uh, brian ellis who used to work with uh, andrew ranger and the jacobs crew he, he definitely wants to be involved with the team um uh, two of our owners are, are big nascar guys and and uh, they're definitely going to be involved uh, heavily as well in the mechanic side of things uh, one of the owners, uh, Don Beatty, uh, owns a shop out of Oshawa, a mechanic shop, and a motor builder. Mm-hmm. So he'll definitely be the one to have his hands on our motor and do all that stuff. So uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Very cool, very cool. And I look forward to seeing Brian. I haven't seen Brian in a long time. But, uh, yeah. hey, you're going to be an asset to this NASCAR Penny Series. Uh, kind of cool news that you're going to be involved. Um, you got to be excited. This series has really got, like Junior said, it's got a brand new spark to it this year. Uh, I, I I don't know, man. Did you guys have? They've done a really good job preparing, and I know not all the announcements are done yet. But uh, you got to be pretty excited. This is now February. I can remember a lot of years we were sitting there in April waiting for a schedule to come out. Not so this year. Everything is clicking on all cylinders, and to have guys like you jumping in, this is going to be huge. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. This is a it's a great opportunity for me. I, you know, I don't come with uh, tons, tons of uh, money, family money, anything like that. So any opportunity that comes my way and, you know, essentially I can just keep adding to my resume by, you know, by having these opportunities is just it's incredible to, to get that chance and get to race against the guys that we get to race against. Like this series is absolutely stacked and some of my, racing heroes actually race in this series so to be able to even get to race against them you know is is unbelievable um you know it'd be nice to uh nice to get a few more out there i'd love to see guys like jr come back and and run again like he did a couple years ago and Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and it would just keep adding to the series but even even a few more you know road racers i'd love to see uh i've chatted with a few of my friends that run road racing uh that are you know pretty big name guys they they said they'd love to get an opportunity as well but 
everything comes with budget, right? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. D- dreaded money, right? Uh, hey, this yeah. is this is the part of the show where I'm going to be able to grab a sound bite. What yeah. is success going to be for you? Uh, at CTMP, the uh, Victoria Day, Victoria Fest weekend at CTMP. Uh, what's going to be success for you? What are you going to be happy with? Uh, to be honest, uh, what would make me happy is to just be exciting for the fans and for them to be walking away from that race happy and and excited about what they saw on the track. If it means I end up uh, end up in a tire barrier, if it means I end up in victory lane, as long as the fans and the sponsors walk away smiling, that's all I care about. Uh, you got to love it, Daniel. I know you're going to check all the boxes, but it's been great catching up with you tonight. Uh, look forward to seeing you on track with that fire suit on and a helmet. Uh, this is you're going to add to it, man. It's going to be kind of cool. Thanks again, guys. Thanks for having me uh, on the show. And also, you know, it's a, it's a pretty scary time in this world right now. So I just want to say uh, my thoughts and prayers are with everybody in Ukraine and across the world right now. So let's uh, let's uh, let's try to have an escape with our racing, but uh, also look at uh, the world and what's going on. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, no, you couldn't have, couldn't have said it any better, man. It's uh, I, I was gonna say my, you know, the, the actual soundbite from from that whole deal um, was that you basically said checkers are wreckers, but checkers you didn't say wreckers. it. You didn't say it that way. Um, sorry to take your soundbite away, but uh, uh. hey, man, it's uh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what you can put together. Uh, definitely, uh, your team. Uh, it's it, there's a lot of excitement there. And uh, looking forward to seeing what you can put together, Daniel. And I know that uh, uh, you'll you'll definitely be followed off of pit road practice number one by by some people to uh, to learn. So I'm <laughs> it'll be interesting to see the rookie get chased. You know, Joe, I'll be following your driver out of the pit to, <laughs> to, to, to sneak something in there. <laughs> you betcha, Daniel. Uh, Dan, thanks uh, thanks for the time, bud. Thanks, guys. Have a great one. You betcha. You can follow him along on social media as well. Uh, Daniel Bois is one of those guys. Um, you, you're going to notice him on the racetrack, guaranteed. He's uh, he, He's got wheels. The guy can fly. Yeah, definitely. He's uh, And by the sounds of it, man, he's put together quite the team there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's got, uh, yeah, yeah. He's got uh, definitely lots of potential. And uh, 22, 22 racing is no stranger to bringing a fast car to Mossport. You know, you think back to when Steckley was running uh, top of the board. You know, you think back to uh, the last few races. It's been Tagliani and Lacroix battling for the victory. It, not not necessarily Ranger and those guys. Um, it's been it's been Tagliani up there uh, hunting for that win. So uh, I know that that car that they've got put together is a is a really good piece. And man, the the list of talent you can't you can't shy away from it. But you know, guys like Daniel Bois and and Brandon Watson and Raphael Lassard and you know touching on that. There's a ton of really talented youngsters coming into this sport and uh, looking forward to seeing what they what they do this year. Well, you're watching Speed Weeks, guaranteed at New Smyrna Speedway. You would have noticed a name that was running uh, in the super late model class, and that was uh, uh, J.P. Bergeron. Uh, J.P. got a, just, just a notification back from him here just a few minutes ago. He's coming on next week's show. Another new name coming into the NASCAR Penny Series. And uh, coming coming off a great Speed Weeks. Uh, he did a great job down there. We're going to talk to him next week about Speed Weeks and about the NASCAR Penny Series that uh, he's going to jump into. It, it was honest to God, JP's name, I heard it, but I never equated it to uh, 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 
to uh, the NASCAR Penny Series. Oh, no? No. No. And I guess he, it, like, are you familiar with yeah, JP? Yeah, absolutely. So JP, has, he's been a longtime competitor uh, over there um, and been a part of a lot of different things that Labe does. You Alex, know, and those yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. Uh, there's quite a little group of them over there. Um, but, yeah, Bergeron's definitely, uh, he's he's been he's been in lots of different, you know, facets of the sport. Uh, uh, he's definitely... You know, he's stepping into... Out of the uh, asphalt world? Out of the dirt yep, world? Out of the a- back. asphalt world. Asphalt world? Yep, yep. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it'll be it'll be good to catch up with him. Uh, he's he's making the right steps, and, and really, he's uh, he's got the he's got a partnership base there as well. So, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what JP can do. Yeah, we've got uh, Alex Tagliani also uh, messaging back and forth with Tags there, I want to say, about a week, week and a half ago. Uh, he's just about ready to start uh, coming on the show and doing some chirping, too. So we will hear from Tagliani and uh, all your favorites in the NASCAR Penny Series. And uh, we plan on trying to preview absolutely every team before the green flag goes in the air at CTMP. It's going to be a lot of fun. Listen, hour number two is coming up. But before we get to that, we got to throw it back to Toronto and we got to get you up to date on any kind of news and highlights. It's going to take about 90 seconds to uh, get you up to date on a news perspective. And then Junior and I are going to be back with you for our number two tonight here on Race Time Radio. Uh, let me tell you who we got coming up. Uh, well, I can't tell you the last guest name because we got huge news that's going to be attached to it. But I can tell you that uh, on the other side of the break, uh, Rick Spencer Walt is going to join us. He's going to be in the APC series, and he's got a real cool deal that he has managed to put together. Look forward to hearing the details on that. And we're also going to talk NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. They're going to go back on the Speedway next weekend out in Las Vegas. Always an entertaining race in Vegas. And uh, Grant Enfinger has got that 98 GMS uh, champion equipment. 23. Huh? 23. Nine, oh, yeah, 23. What are you saying? Yeah, 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 for? yeah, yeah. Well... Take a look at uh, Grant's Twitter, <laughs> will you? Um, anyway, he is prepared and getting ready for Vegas. That's always a good track for him. And I thought it'd be a good time to catch up with Mr. Finger tonight. And we're going to do that in hour number two. But let's throw it back to Toronto, get you up to date, and then we'll get right back here for hour number two. And it's going to be a dandy here tonight, all live on Sirius XM. Channel 167 Canada Talks. Stay right there, get up to date, and then come on back. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. Stay with us right here live tonight on Race Time Radio. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167. Race Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Got all Chase Elliott. He gets turned into the outside wall. Holy cow! The thrill of the race. You just never know how it's going to play out. Insider access to the drivers. We'll roll with it. We're enjoying it. We'll, we'll collect as many trophies as we can. Uh, let's go finish this thing, baby. It's a new normal. Better figure it out. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90. Thank you. You are the man. <laughs> 
number two of Race Time Radio. And with the two Joes here on Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167. We're getting them talks. And just like that, you see that you're totally up to date. Uh, and that's what we'd like to do here on Sirius XM Channel 167. We have the best well-informed listeners on all the different channels here. Uh, we got You got it all right here on Channel 167. Junior, uh, we're going to go back to the hotline. And now we switch the conversation from the NASCAR Pinty Series into the APC series, and it's also shaping up to be a dynamite series in 2022. This is going to be cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, over over the course of the off season, uh, just hearing all the different things that are coming down the pipe and the moving and shaking, and you know, there's been lots of uh, there. There always is a lot of moving and shaking when it comes time for late model. You know, there's going to be some teams step back and and run you know super stock or or step away from late model racing or or step into late model racing from from the other way. Um, our next guest here, Rick Spencer Walt, has a really you know, he's been a staple in late model forms of race cars uh, for the past probably, I'm going to say, 11 years, right? He's been in limited late models. He's been in pro late model races. Um, he's been, you know, at, at the pro late model level, um, you know, a, a number of times. He's an APC winner, um, you know, and then even into super late models. You know, you can think back to a couple of times where he got a chance to run that McCall, that black number 31 car that, that, uh, that McCall's got. Uh, in the Ontario Super Late Model Series. Right. Um, but, you know, he hasn't run full-time in the APC Series. He hasn't, you know, taken the step and, and, and been in that full-time position to do it. But over the course of the offseason, hearing the news that I heard, my jaw hit the floor, and I was like, man, this is going to be big. <laughs> and uh, we've got him now. He's he's up on the hotline, and... and uh, Rick, I couldn't believe the news. I, I, I was really excited. Uh, as a fan, I was really excited, but uh, I was really excited for you as, as, a, as a guy because I think this is a huge opportunity for you. Yeah, first off, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, pleasure to talk to you guys like always. Um, yeah, I wasn't uh, – I didn't expect it to happen either. It happened pretty quick and uh, just over some beers like it usually is and talking, and uh, I ended up at – um, uh, Christmas party for Corey McAllister, and he had one of his sponsors there also. And uh, I never talked about my racing all night. I talked about Corey's, and you know, we just we were watching racing on the TV and stuff was going on. And I just, you know, was myself and had some fun and uh, and hung out with his sponsor Tyler, which I just met that night. And I was on my way home the next day and got a text that said we're going APC racing, and I was like, okay, ah. and. uh it's funny because just prior to that, <clears throat> my buddy Robbie and I uh, were on our way, and I said, you know, we just need one more sponsor. We just need one guy to, to step up, you know, and uh, and we're on our way again. And so <laughs> when I got the, it was just a minute later, my phone went off, and I got that text, and I was just dumbfounded. So I was like, I'm calling him. <laughs> so I called Corey up, and he was standing there with uh, with Tyler, which is another announcement now is uh is struck energy systems is coming on board which is huge for us um with good the job man which, so it's just it's amazing they're both together i guess they they you know like hanging out with us and thought we'd uh we can perform and so they stepped up and uh, it's going to be a big year for us 
Now, Rick, your your program itself, uh, you for a long time. I, I know that the Walt name is synonymous with uh, with wrenching on race cars, and and you know it's it seems like uh, all three of you guys, your 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 brothers included, uh, you guys are always under a race car um, or or in one with a helmet on. Um, but but with this program here, um, you know, talking to you. Um, it, it seems like you're, this is a house program, right? If, uh, if I'm not mistaken, this is a, this is a 100% McCall deal and, and you guys are, you guys are going all out for, for the championship in this deal. Yeah, we're, uh, we're doing everything we can. Um, I mean, you can call it what you want a house, house deal or whether it's, you know, like Mike, Mike, they're obviously doing the changing on the car. No one's, you know, I'm not going to sit and say we're going to be making any of the changes. I know what I need in a race car. Absolutely. And I think my feedback over the years and working with Mike and Polly and them has just been, we just mesh so good together. We went to Flambro at the end of the year. I'd never sat in that car. I never, I, I don't even remember the last time I raced at Flambro. When I actually, when I did, I was in a, a Mustang mini stock for Jeff LaFlem, I think. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I hadn't been there and, uh, window net falls down we go to the back and drive back to fourth and i had a chance at winning that race still if i knew how to get around there i needed a, you know i needed an, another race in under my belt but just the way we all mesh together that's who i wanted to work with and you know other guys are going with with other guys right now and uh i just wouldn't I, i'd never leave there they've treated me like i'm family and uh it's not just me it's my son uh jake's around a lot now and they just do like they showed up with the car to process that jake uh, Jake Spencer, Walt, 2025 development driver or something. They had taped on the right side of the car, and you know it doesn't. People don't think about that stuff, but that's the stuff that means a lot to us. Oh yeah, that's relationship building, right? It's all part of it. And Rick, that's the cool part about you. You you're invested in this sport. There's some guys that come in, you know, and they uh, they they come in and they experience short track racing for a few years, and then they're on their way. And I don't know, they pick up a fishing pole or whatever. Not so with you, brother. You are in this, and you are into it uh, all the way, and you always have been. Uh, I think back to the days of that black street stock that you had uh, running at Barry Speedway, and uh, you were a threat back then, and you were having fun, but you were always still serious about it even back then, right? Yeah, I don't think uh, I, I can never put the amount of time I do in, and you know, through the weeks and doing what uh, racing's been my life. You know, I. I wasn't that good at a whole lot of things in life and when i found something i feel like i'm pretty good at then i've just put everything i have into it and that's uh i mean i come home i'm i'm on iRacing now a lot i'm i'm just trying to work on setup stuff and just learn as much as i can still hone my own driving and learn different tracks like i've never been to delaware which i'm I'm kind of glad we're going apc racing and they repaved the place because now it's new for everybody so it's gonna help me out too so the, the car itself, where, what's, what's the situation with the car? When do you, uh, like, like when do things all start unfolding? Uh, Saturday I was down there. I took my, uh, my limited late, actually, we dropped it off, and they're converting it to a full, full-blown APC car also. It'll be a perimeter car, but um, we just, you know, we felt like that's the only thing we could do with it at this point and keep it relevant. Uh, I don't want to race limited anymore. It's just. There's still competition there, but I've just, you know, I've, I'm done there. I just yeah. want to go pro late racing. So we swapped it over, and they, uh, I sat in, um, uh, I sat in a guy's new car down there. Uh, it was all welded up, just the chassis, just to see how the foot box and everything. So they got to make a few changes for me. But uh, I think in the next two weeks they're going to start building our brand new one, and then 
Uh, I mean, a couple of weeks, they usually have them together and built, so it'll just be from there, I guess. Yeah, I could just imagine the foot box. What did they got to make it, like eight foot longer? Uh-huh. Or, uh... <laughs> <laughs> they got to fit these boats in there. I just left two shoe boxes with them, and they can figure it out. <laughs> Too funny. Yeah, yeah. For, for all the guests that you know, and for all the all the listeners out there, Rick Rick Spencer Walt is uh, nine feet tall. He's um, a big boy. He's his, tall. His, his arms are fourteen <laughs> feet long, and uh, yeah, and <laughs> Rick. Uh, I'm, si- I'm six eight, and my shoes are size seventeen. So that's right. That's right. Yeah. So uh, don't uh, don't mess with Rick Walt at the racetrack. What do you think the biggest difference <laughs> is going to be, uh, Ricky, from the stuff that you're normally in to what you're about? to step into what do you think the big differences are or have you guys talked about that um well i've kind of you know i've merged into it and i've run some really good cars in the last couple of years in in pro lights we had that brand new junior car and it was it was amazing when we were able to win at sunset with it now that's Um, the one not to interrupt you but that's the one that uh wally's got now right wally wilson no, that's another car. That's that was the car we. That was our original APC car. That's the one I first ever raced ah, with. Uh, gotcha. We bought it from Kirk Hooker, and then Junior redid that one. But the other car, the car I won with, was a brand new car that he built for Baker, and uh, Dwayne ran it a couple times, and we bought it off of him. Right, gotcha. right, right. Yep. But yeah, the 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 new stuff that uh, Mike's working on down there in Polly. I mean, I just was down there for half a day looking at chassis and what they're doing, and uh, they seem to. have you know, found some more stuff. They're working on a lot of new things that they want to try. So it's uh, it's going to be a good year. There's going to be, like, I've never, you know, been able to go do all the testing and stuff like that before. So with the extra help from our sponsorships and stuff that's going on, we have tests built in. So now we can, I feel like we can compete and we're going to, you know, give it our, our best go here. And, you know, Mike, Mike's reassuring me every day that it doesn't matter what car we're in or what we're doing, we're going to be fast, and, and I believe him. So I'm, I'm excited for it to get going for sure. Rick, when you look at, uh, you know, the 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 way that APC has kind of went and, and the way that the, the late model, really the late model world has went, um, it really manufacturer means a lot and, and the relationship, and, and it seems like basically it doesn't matter which manufacturer you're with, um, there's a certain group uh, within each realm of manufacturer that you work with or, or share ideas with or share technology with. Um, it, it seems like there's kind of like a teammate mentality, um, sort of like what you see at the top level of the sport, um, where, where you know, there's, there's a handful of McCall guys that, uh, that really, you know, openly share information. Uh, there's a handful of whitey guys that openly share information. There's a handful of fury guys that do the exact same thing at the snowball derby, right? It's it seems like there's there's really went into that realm. And to me, from the outside looking in, uh, Rick Walt necessarily hasn't been a part of something like that, uh, or have you been? Is is it something that you've worked with other you know guys and and you know had a group of of you know collective data collectors if you will um and and had those teammates to lean on um uh, have you been a part of situations like that or 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 is it even like that from from the where where you're sitting um no i would i i think that's definitely the way it has gone and no i I, to be honest i uh you know i had my buddy robbie run our car for a season down at sunset but that was more him leaning on me right so yeah. he was new he was a rookie he was trying to learn everything and i was trying to help him best i could while i'm still trying to win a championship and exactly it became a lot on me to be honest so having teammates like 
JR and I had long conversations over the winter and texting back and forth, and I always wanted to know what he was doing, what his next step was, because JR is a guy I've always respected in racing, and I feel the same back. You know, he respects me. He comes to Sunset, he calls me, texts me, asks me how the track was that week, you know, asks me smart questions, and I ask him the same about other places. So he he helped me out at Flamborough, and that guy is is just a genuine guy and, and works hard also. People, you know, say what they want about him and his dad has money and everything else. The guy works harder than most people that you'll ever see. So it's just him and I bouncing ideas off. You got Gemmel down there. He's very good, smooth. I think it's going to be uh, a, a lot a lot different. Somebody finds something and we can all use it. It's just going to come down to the best driver again, like a, you know, like a Hendrick show. They just larson and all them there and the best driver comes out on top so i i hope that's the way it is and if we find speed we share it and it it should be fun with some teammates but at the same time we all got to race each other and we're short track racing so you're gonna you know and there's that many mccall cars out there you're gonna run into one eventually (laughs) absolutely no for sure and and it is it is a different dynamic obviously it's not you know one guy flipping the bill for all of them and and uh you know uh that's a completely different mentality but but it is it, it, the the overall grand scheme of things. If if you want to be competitive and you want to go out and win championships, it, you can't sit on an island anymore. It it is, uh, you know, it, it's very difficult if you do. Oh it's, yeah. You know, when you look at you uh, need all that input. You need all that input. You know, yep. you see guys like Andrew Grizel. He was always on an island, right? And and really, it wasn't until last year when he stepped in with Whitey where where he where he was able to you know bounce ideas off of or or you know get the next idea or. or or share the next idea for the group. And, you know, I, you look at, at McCall, really, he's kind of created that for himself in the, in the, in the APC series, um, you know, over the past 10 years, 15 years, um, it has blossomed into something where, where sharing data is, is super important. You know, when you show up to the track, if you're touching the racetrack, uh, you know, and, and the other 10 McCall cars aren't, well, that's you're not you're not getting anywhere. You're qualifying in fifteenth. Hey, <laughs> and, I'll tell you what. You know, I, you got to have your travels right. You got to have all those things right. Um, and uh, and you know, those relationships are are so are so important in the sport. I had yeah, my I, eyes I opened right up watching testing yeah. uh, before the APC race at the beach just last year when the McCall teams came in yep. uh, to watch them. It was, it was incredibly interesting. I got to really give it up to Mike and his whole staff and all the race teams because they, I'll tell you what, they worked in unison yep. and there was data going back and forth and uh, information sharing. It was cool to watch. Uh, and, you know, just I was a bystander, just yep. standing back and watching. But it was cool to see. Uh, and, he, you know, so wonder why. They're putting, you know, quality stuff on the racetrack. Exactly. Everybody's working hard towards it. And, uh, Ricky, you're going to be one to watch this year. You always are, but this is going to be really cool. Yeah, I can't wait. I just, one thing I wanted to add is, like, you've seen for, what was it, two years, Brandon just waxed everybody out there with the McCall car. And then that sold 20, 30 McCall cars, you know what I mean? And then all these guys ended up with the same equipment and sharing and everything. And a lot of people caught up with Brandon. And the last year he ran, you've seen that new guys winning and, and fighting him for a win and him struggling in seventh or whatever. He's still a, a wheel man, but people had the same stuff again. 
Exactly. Yeah. 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 And, and when it, everybody's got the same stuff, it's pretty hard to make it a big difference. A hundred percent. And when you yeah. look at when you look at the grand scheme of of things, um, you know, for for a while there, you know, there was a couple of guys with U.S. cars, right? There was a couple of guys with like a Port City or like yep. a Junior Hanley deal. Um, but but really, with WMI and Whitey stepping in like they have, they have elevated. Mike McCall's program you really like when you 100%. look at when you look at what Mike is, it, it brings to the racetrack now he's had to step his game up and and that that encourages competition like crazy um really you know the series could use a couple more guys like that you know and and yeah. Uh, yeah. and I think that uh, it's coming I, I the the level of competition that we see in Ontario uh really the Ontario race fans are uh, they're in for a treat Rick, I'm looking forward to seeing what you can put together. Uh, huge news with the new sponsorship announcement. I know Struck is uh, a wicked program, and, and uh, those guys are huge diehard racers. Rick, I can't wait to see what you can do and, uh, uh, you know, have fun. Tape those knuckles up so you don't get gravel in them. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be giving her. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. You, JR, the whole group of you is out there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Rick, thanks so much for the time tonight. Hey, how's the junior coming along? It's coming good. Jake's uh, Jake's going to run another season in that, and then uh, we're going to move him. I think we're going to get him testing the legend car this year, next year into the legend car. Hopefully a two-year program, three-year program, he's going to end up in our late model. So that's the plan with him. Well, that's too cool. One of these nights we're going to give you the boot. I want that kid on this show. He's going to be uh, – You'll love him. You'll he, love him. He's going to be the next, I'll tell you that. Ricky, thanks so much for the time. Thank you, guys. You betcha. Rick Spencer Walt. Watch for him. The APC series, so much coming down the line, man. Yeah, you're going to give him the boot, but it's not a size 17 boot. Oh, no. No, no, no. it's just a small little size 7. Yeah, size 7. That's the width. <laughs> the width. Okay, we're going to hit this quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk NASCAR Camping World Trucks with one of the best. We got Grant Enfinger coming up. He is the driver of the 23 for JMS, but I'm going to be hitting on him because on his Twitter, He's still showing the 98. Gotta go. We'll be back. Hey, race fans. This is Joey McComb, driver of the number 50 Race Time Radio Dodge Avenger. Hold on to your lug nuts. Race Time Radio will be back in just a minute. Keep trucking. Got the chips You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM Channel 167. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Endigadish, Nova Scotia. Also by APX Racewear and Quickwick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. For two decades. Hello, fellow Americans. The artists who make history. It's the music that keeps me going. Have made it. Here, we live 20 years of Sirius XM with performances, interviews, and magic moments from Taylor Swift, Paul McCartney, Bruce Springsteen, and so much more. We're going to do some acoustic versions of songs off of Lover. 20 years, 20 defining moments, one collection, only on the SXM app. Thank you so much. All North Racing, only on Rev TV. Contact your TV provider. Comic and impressionist Rich Little. I imitate a lot of people on radio. You know, people listening thought they were the real people. So they wanted to meet Elvis and John Wayne and Jimmy Stewart. And so they all came down to the radio station and they said to me, Oh, Rich, when you walk out, they're going to mob you. 
And um, of course, there weren't any. It was just me. And somebody said, there's nobody. It was just Rich Little. And I walked out and got booed. <laughs> Canada Talks, Sirius XM Channel 167. Sunday, February 20th, the Daytona 500 is coming to Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. A victory by mere inches. The most revered race of the year. This has this aura about it. Starts a new season of NASCAR. And with it, the much-anticipated next-gen car. How your race is going to be different. 40 drivers, unlimited excitement. Charging to the inside. And one place to hear all the action. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. Stream it on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody alive? DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home away from home. Great to meet you. E Street Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 20. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination, is on free preview all February. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home, from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. We're just getting started, and Joe hasn't stuck his foot in his mouth yet. But if I was a betting man, I'd say he will. Now. Back to Race Time Radio. And the Joes, Joe and Joe Jr. Ah, look at Andy. Isn't he a smarty patootie that I haven't stuck my foot in my mouth yet? Yes, I have. I've done you it. Call, you said yes. our next guest drove the 98. I know. I know. I said grand, grand end finger in the 98. Uh, uh, but... I'm only going by. You didn't call it the Craftsman Truck Series, so you're good. No, no, you're good. Camping World Truck Series. I haven't done Craftsman Truck Series in a long time, but I did call it the Nationwide Series the other day. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. It happens, right? Amen. It happens all the time. It's the Winston Cup Series too. (laughs) Always will be. No, no. And the Firecracker 400. The Sprint happens every July. Yeah, yeah. Not anymore, but Um, let's get back to the hotline, shall we? And let's bring in. Our next guest, a good friend of Race Time Radio, and he's getting ready to go uh, to hopefully go win himself a race at Vegas next weekend in that NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. He does drive the number 23 for GMS and Champion Power Equipment. Let's welcome in Grant Enfinger. What's going on tonight there, Grant? How are you? Oh, Everything's good. I appreciate y'all having me on the show again, Joe and Joe. You all set for Las Vegas. I know, Grant, you just love that place. Yeah, we are itching and ready to go. So, actually, the uh, the hauler's already headed out that way. We're, uh, we're going to stop by the uh, headquarters of Champion Power Equipment on Tuesday. So, uh, we're making an early stop there. And um, Charles and Ike, I think, has uh, has our Chevy Silverado all tuned up. We've, uh, we're, we're excited to kind of see where we land this season. We've... Uh, Put a lot of effort into this year, and and uh, this will be our first mile and a half of many. Uh, so we're we're looking forward to to kind of seeing where we're at. I bet you are, uh, Grant. It's always w- awesome watching the trucks at Vegas. Uh, just before I ask you something about Vegas here, though, I got to look back at Daytona. You had a good race going, brother, and then trouble broke out. 
you never want to end it that way. But you know what, Daytona, it's a byproduct, isn't it? It uh, it, it definitely happens. It, it feels like if you race uh, four Daytonas, you're going to wreck in three of them. So, um, you know, that, that's just uh, the, the odds are never in your favor, it seems like, as a driver or especially a team owner there. Um, but we, we had a, a, a solid track. We qualified seventh and uh, raced, you know, around the fifth to I don't know, seventh, eighth place spot, it seemed like, all night. And I was kind of taking it easy, um, riding on the bottom for, for probably the first 70 laps or so, just just knowing that we were going to wreck that the, all the trucks, um, including our champion power equipment Chevy, all, all of them were, were a little bit more out of control this time and uh, felt like there was going to be some big wrecks early and often, and, and I was wrong. It, it ended up just uh, being one really big wreck at, at the last uh, – you know, last lap there, and, and we got collected in that. So, um, unfortunate that, that we didn't get the the results that, that we were kind of going for there. But we uh, we had some speed, had a had a decent truck, and um, and now, like I said, we're we're uh, we're, uh, we're moving forward to Vegas. Well, I was some glad to see you out of that uh, infield care center. Uh, uh, when Jamie caught up with you, I think it was Jamie, or I, I can't remember who it was that caught up with you. But I was uh, anxiously anxiously uh, waiting. Uh, you to come out there, and hopefully they were going to get a word, and sure enough, they did. Uh, just it, it, did they change something in the trucks this year, Grant? Uh, like we've seen truck races at Daytona where you know it's two and three wide most of the night, and uh, this year, like there was some of that two and three wide, but not a lot of it, and it really seemed like just uh, y- you had to be on that. I think it was the lower lane, right? Not the upper lane. The upper lane wasn't moving, or yeah. vice versa. Uh, yeah. Did they change yeah, something? The, the second lane just didn't stay formed very well all night long, and and that was because the trucks were were so ill handling. Um, normally, our second lane holds the the bottom lane really really tight. You couldn't do that because the, the bottom lane was was wrecking most of the time. But the bottom lane stayed formed up the whole night, which is you know pretty common for for truck racing. It just isn't common that we weren't able to get a second and a third groove going and, and that was all due to due to handling for from everybody we had a, a few minor rule updates i would say we we can uh, run uh, a few different suspension components this year um all of our manufacturers had a body update our uh, chevy silverado looks really really good um but i mean the, the wind tunnel numbers all that was stuff was, was very very similar i feel like it was more along the in the tires um Goodyear's always uh, always changing the tires on us, uh, always throwing us for a loop, and I think they just had a lot less grip than than we're used to there. Um, and and we we still have a a little bit of an open box from a body standpoint. Um, NASCAR allows us to manipulate a, a lot more on our trucks than they do the Xfinity cars or the Cup cars. So mm-hmm. um, you know, over the years we've been just steadily taking drag out of these things, and and um, you know, with a combination of of that and and a little less grip in the tires, uh, we, we may have been a little bit past that point, it seems like. And so that, yeah. that definitely war- a different feel for the race uh, all night long there at Daytona. That yeah. warm sun all year long in, in in Florida, too. It knocks the grip out of that pavement down there, too, a little bit, right? Every every single year, it seems, uh, you know, it, it wasn't that long ago where that where that pavement looked brand new down there. But, uh, you know, uh, if I if I sat out in the sun that long, I, I'd lose grip, too. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> 
Well, y'all don't have to worry about that up there. No, no. no. we got lots of grip up here. Yeah, tons yeah. of it. Grant, when you get to Vegas, uh, what do you? What should we expect to see uh, from what the notations are telling you and the experience that you've got at Vegas? What do you think we're going to see for a Camping World Truck Series race come next weekend? You know, I, I think there's going to be a lot of grip in the track. The, the spring race, which we're only going to Vegas one time this year, which is different from the last few years, but but the spring race seems to always have a lot more grip in the track just with the weather. Um, when we go there in the fall, it's, you know, 90, 100 degrees out there, and, and this time around I, I think it's going to be 60 or so when we take the green flag. So should be gripped up. Um, should be some you know, some multiple groove racing there early on. I think once we get 10 or 15 laps into a run, it's it's going to stabilize, and then after that, it's going to be hard to pass. Um, but but there, but before we get to that point, it's going to be racing and be big runs, and um, you know you got to you got to make big blocks when when you have to, and, and take big runs when you can. Um, definitely, uh, you know, a lot of the a lot of the mile and a half in the truck series seems to be, you know, one of those places where you want to be able to roll with somebody on the outside. Um, you can get stuck pretty easy trying to pass somebody on the inside. If you don't all the way clear them, you can kind of slow you both down, and next thing you know, the, the guy that was in your mirror, he's, he's passing both of y'all. So um, definitely looking, looking forward to, to a racy uh, place. Um, it's a really bad bump right there in turns one and two, but it just kind of kind of gives us some character. It is, uh, it's not all these racetracks are the same. Um, but looking forward to, to Friday night. Well, that's the kind of place that sort of fits you like a glove. When it, when it's in the hands of the driver, uh, Grand Enfinger, you tend to shine each and every time. This year, totally different, I guess, than last year, right? Uh, last year, uh, you know, you were racing now, and well, now you're off for a couple of weeks, and uh, then you're in a different truck so that you got some seat time in. And uh, it was all, all over the map last year, and you were competitive and doing a great job in whatever you jumped into. But this year, full blast GMS, uh, champion power equipment on that truck. Uh, you got to be shooting for a title this year. Definitely. You know, uh, we're, we're – we have a, a ton of effort that's, uh, that's behind this number 23 this year between Chevrolet and GMS Racing and Champion Power Equipment. Everybody has, has kind of gone all in to, to do this and do this right, and obviously GMS is a, is a championship-caliber organization. Um, so, I, yeah, definitely the, the expectations are high. Um, you know, so that, I think that's a lot of the reason we're so anxious to, to get to Vegas and kind of see where we're at. Hopefully uh, hopefully we're, we're right where we want to be, and, and hopefully we can have a, a really good good run there on Friday night. But if we're not, we uh, we 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 have all the tools at our disposal. We we got GMS fabrication that's building trucks and bodies all day every day, and um, we'll, we'll make whatever adjustments are needed to to uh, carry on and, and make the most of the season. You've been in all the different manufacturers. You've raced them all pretty well, I do believe, uh, with the Chevrolet and the GMS truck. Uh, do you find a big difference, Grant, when you go from, say, a Toyota or a Ford uh, and then into a Chevy? Do you find a big difference, or are all of them pretty similar from a uh, from a driving standpoint? You know, really, um, it, at this point in, in the truck series, especially where we have a common motor in the Elmore, um, really the, the body is the biggest thing that, that people can see. But, but really and truly, I've... Uh, I've never had the amount of effort um, but behind a, 
a vehicle like I've had this year with, with Chevrolet. Uh, I've been to the simulator quite a few times. We've we've uh, we've had these trucks in the wind tunnel. We've we've put a lot of effort into this. Not not just from our our team, our our 23 guys and all that, but but GMS as a whole and, and Chevrolet as a whole has put a lot of effort into this. So that's probably the the biggest difference that, that I've seen. Um, you know, but uh, but you know, from from manufacturer to manufacturer, um, you know, all of them put put their eggs in, in different baskets. Some some are you know, um, I, I guess lean more towards engineering, and some some more towards you know aero and stuff like that. And Chevrolet has, has been very involved with uh, with the engineering program with their GMS racing. Um, they they've also uh, are very involved with aero. I don't know. It's it's pretty much a, a complete you know manufacturer support, and um, definitely definitely uh, looking to to take advantage of the situation we're in this year. Now, Grant, it wouldn't be a, a stop on Race Time Radio without talking about the next topic, and I'm I'm, I'm sure you know what it is. It's not Wilbur the pig, but <laughs> but but it is it is talking about uh, you know our favorite thing, and that's late model racing. If you win at at uh, at Vegas, I know you can't after a performance at Daytona like that, you can't really you know poke the boss too hard, but. It would be cool if you win at Vegas. You could start poking Maury now to get ready for the Derby, and uh, we could see like a GMS uh, uh, champion power equipment car for the Snowball Derby. Uh, are you going to start poking them with a with a stick a little uh, bit and and uh, getting them fired up for the Derby or what? We'll, we'll see. We'll see how the year plays out. Um, definitely, the Snowball is, is one of those races I always like to compete in. Um, I love the Snowball Derby in Pensacola, Florida. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we didn't have a very good good run this this past year. We uh, we were able to, to make the show and um, just just somewhat of a struggle from a handling standpoint um, all week down there. But but it's always always a blast to, to go down there and run the Derby. So um, you know, knowing me, it'll probably be October November that I start beating beating the bushes down for that. And uh, I, I never seem to like to get ahead of a game, it seems like. <laughs> it's all good, my friend. I was just joking around. But yeah, uh, yeah, it, yeah. it would definitely be cool to to, uh, to see. I remember GMS did, did make an attempt there with Spencer Gallagher. I imagine I imagine back yeah, in the day. That's right, too. Yeah. You know, they, they, they made an attempt at it. But, How is uh, Spencer? Have you seen Spence kicking around at all? I haven't talked to him in a long time. How's he doing? Oh, yeah. Spencer's doing great. He's actually running the machine shop up there. Um, it's. It's at the GMS Raisin facilities, but they do a lot of machining for a lot of different companies, and and he's uh, he's doing great. So and and also the um, the GMS uh, Cup team is 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 turning some heads, man. They uh, are. Eric Jones had a had a great run today. Um, ran up in the I led quite a few laps. I ran up in the top three most of the day. I believe he finished third there. So um, yeah, new new uh, venture for for Maury and and Spencer and Mike Beam and all the guys and. Seems to have uh, got off for a good start. Yeah, I watched uh, part of the race. I seen the one restart, and uh, man, oh man, he made some hay on the bottom of the track. He dropped down low and took off. Uh, it, it was a great race. It really was. California um, it was dynamite. Did you get a chance to watch today's race, and what were your thoughts? Yeah, you know, I feel like uh, California is one of those places that's so different. I didn't really understand why they were going to blow up that track anyway and make it a half mile um, rather than doing doing it to one of the others. And, and it sounds like now they're not. Um, but, yeah, it's got so much character there. You can run five lanes. Um, 
you know, I, I think the I think the cars still struggle really bad with with the aero standpoint. I don't know if it's any didn't seem like it was any worse than the other cars, um, you know, this time. But but what I like to see is all of the drivers have their hands full Absolutely. the entire day, from practice to qualifying to the race. I mean, these jokers they they were having to drive it the whole time. There was nobody on cruise control. Um, so so that's what I like to see. So um, definitely an entertaining race. There there were some comers and goers. Um, still, like I said, I, I feel like I, I feel like their their big goal for this was was to not have that leader have that big advantage. I still saw that. Um, so I'd say that was the only disappointment that I had from from today's race. Well, even the tow truck drivers were busy today, weren't they? They can't pick <laughs> those cars up. Yeah, that's uh, that's quite a struggle. They're they're gonna have to do something about that. You get a flat tire and, and you're just stuck. You're you're like a beached whale. Yeah, well, I know what that's all about. I know uh, Brad Moran will be working <laughs> on that throughout the course of the week. He'll get it all figured out. You watch next weekend. They'll have a I don't know a magic button that they push and the car goes full air again and then drives on. I don't know. They'll come up with something though. You can bet the most expensive option. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. Incredible. Grant, uh, do me a favor. Go out there and win Vegas for us, will you? Uh, it's going to be uh, excellent. You know it's going to be on Fox Sports 1. Uh, the race will be on, uh, what, you guys trackside Friday night or Saturday? When's the race? We're, we're Friday night. Friday night. Friday night, under the lights. This is going to be uh, off the hook. Uh, qualifying, what are you going to do? Uh, call your shot right now. Are you going to qualify, like, right on the pole or top five, or where are you thinking? We'll be top five, Joe. That's what I'm going to go ahead and call it now. Nice. So, and I'll be happy with that. Okay. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot to be um, – yeah, obviously, expectations are high this year, but there's, there's a lot of little nuances this year. We're only having 20 minutes of practice. And then we go straight into a one-lap qualifying. So um, definitely some, some things are changing for us. We're, we're going to have, you know, a couple little minor adjustments. I would compare it to, like, pit stop adjustments before qualifying, whereas the last couple of years we haven't been qualifying at all for most of the races. So um, this will kind of be standard protocol for us moving forward. Now, you guys didn't even get practice last year. Uh, you, you're, you're really on top of it now, man. That's like running a full extra race for you. Yeah, exactly. Incredible. Grant, good luck. Get that uh, champion power equipment uh, unit out there, and uh, you, you go out there and have a great race. Be safe, and I know we we keep your spot all shined up here. You hit victory lane. We'll get you back on here. Sound good? I appreciate it, guys. I know my, my friends north of the border always take care of me, so uh, mm. thank y'all for having me on tonight. You want to believe it. That's Grant Enfinger. Watch him. He's in the 23 for GMS uh dynamite dynamite guy uh always been a good friend of race time right since the days he was all back there in arca uh and you gotta know that he is gonna be good in vegas joe that's oh, a yeah. it's a fast track and he loves it yeah it's it's uh really it's a huge opportunity i know when he stepped over to Thorsport, that was a big opportunity for him um and he made the most of it won the regular season championship sure finished second in the in the the points finale didn't quite get the job done for the championship and then got bumped out by money, yep. you know, and yep. uh, just a difficult deal. Um, and he made the most of it. You know, he only missed one race, uh, you know, partnered up with the nine truck and pieced it together last year. Um, really, this is his best opportunity. The GMS deal. Oh, yeah. GMS is at the peak level of performance in the series. 
GMS has got everything to go get the job done, and uh, Grant has got everything to go get the job done. And you watch. I know you didn't see it at Daytona. You didn't get the performance level. He didn't run, you know, up front the entire race. Um, but it's Daytona. And yeah. Grant, if he made it through the big wreck, he would have been there at the end. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's the way that the guy races. And, and uh, you know, when you put him in a good truck in a mile and a half, when you put him in a good truck at uh, at a at a at a short track or restrictor plate track, he can win. Um, and uh, he's not in a good truck; he's in a great truck. Yeah. So it's yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely you can hear the level of excitement, and and uh, you can definitely hear the confidence level in his voice to call the shot that he's going to be in the top five. Even that's a big statement for any driver at the yep. top level of the sport. And and uh, Grant is, uh, you know, I'm I'm excited to see what he can do and put together. You know, I'll tell you right now, Grant Enfinger. Uh, as as much as he's excited to be G- in GMS equipment, and we're excited to see him in it. Uh, GMS has got to be excited to have Grant Enfinger in the truck. Absolutely. Uh, he's such yep. a talented guy. Yep. Um, he is uh, he's a championship quality all the way through. We're going to hit this final break. And remember, I've said, like, I don't know, probably five or six times, we got huge news to announce. We're going to do it on the other side of the break. That guest is going to be with us. You don't want to miss this. Stick around. It's, uh, it's huge. Stay with us. <laughs> Dive Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home. From two wheels to four and so much more, Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Rev TV offers you the best seat in the house to feel the rush. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. The Daytona 500 is coming to Sirius XM NASCAR Radio on Sunday, February 20th. Charging to the inside. Don't miss a lap. Channel 90. Cold temperatures mean we light fires to warm up or cook on, sometimes even to survive. Quick, quick fire starters are a must in your kit, in your sled, ATV, or vehicle. Quick, quick just may save your life if you get stranded this winter. Enjoy the winter. We're Canadian, and so is Quick, quick. They're available online. Go to quickwick.com and they ship to your door. Quick, quick fire starters. They work. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indiganish, Nova Scotia, and Quickwick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Race Time Radio is fueled by BP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers, get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Drivers, start your engines! 
Welcome back to the track. Live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM 167. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio, live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Uh, I've been so, so excited here uh, all night, and uh, for good cause, and I finally get to uh, uh, let everybody know why the excitement is there, Uh, but I'm going to bring up that guest on the hotline. Uh, I couldn't tell you who this was, because I do believe it would have blown the surprise, but let's welcome in, shall we, Trevor Siebert, of course, Penticton Speedway, RS1 Cup Series, and uh, a race car driver extraordinaire from BC. we got Trevor Siebert with us on the hotline. What's going on there, Trevor? How are you now? Oh, I'm doing good, Joe. Hey, thanks for the compliments. I, I appreciate it. Uh, I'm, I'm turning uh, the big... Five five here at the end of the week, so I don't get many of those compliments as a race car driver anymore. Uh huh. No, no. Come on now. New uh, sponsorship opportunity just 50, for men. Fifty five. You're just a pup. I uh, actually. When's your birthday? Uh, when is it? At the end of the week, Friday on the fourth. On the fourth. Okay, I'm on the ninth, uh, and I Are turn you? the big six one. 61, oh, I can't believe. Oh, yeah. I thought it was 65. Oh, you are just, uh, oh, <laughs> I'm putting a lock on the fridge now, Trev. Yeah. That'll do yeah, it. The beer fridge or, or the food fridge? Yeah, forget it. The beer fridge, I'm packing that. I'm putting it in the garage. <laughs> someplace that I know you won't go. <laughs> anyway, uh, to get everybody up to date, and uh, we've got some huge news uh, to let everybody in on Trevor uh, shall you? Let, let's let you spill the beans. Well, I just—I guess I should announce then, with you guys on board here, that uh, that uh, I'm having you out as the uh, going to do the live of the live call or a radio program based around Race Time Radio is going to do uh, the Western Rattler 300, and we're super excited about that. Really excited about that. I mean, you've had me on your on your show as a guest many times over, and and I don't know what I'm more excited about is to, is to have this thing broadcast through your show or to actually have you come out and, and show the place off to you. So definitely excited about the whole thing. Well, uh, yeah, I can tell you right now, Trevor, this is huge news. We've wanted to come out to BC and broadcast a race live out there, and uh, now, now we're going to be able to do it. And it's going to be the Western Rattler 300, and it isn't just the race of course, that is the main focus of being there all weekend. But we're going to be able to bring the listeners right across Canada and the U.S. We'll be able to bring you all the action from Friday and Saturday. We're going to have qualifying. We're going to have uh, all the different classes that are going to run that weekend. Uh, we're going to have everything for you. Uh, and it's all going to be live right in your hand on your telephone all the way through, and then, of course, everything will crescendo for the Western Rattler 300. Trev, how is things coming for the race? Uh, registration starting to build? Well, we're going to do. We're going to start a registration here this week. I'm actually, hopefully it's not too loud on there. I'm actually driving out to the office. I've got a meeting tonight with a bunch of the guys on the, uh, you know, about the weekend and uh, a bunch of other things going on at the Speedway. So it's it's raining on my windshield here right now. I'm in Vancouver, so. Ah. Um, but but anyways, it's it's coming very well. 
Um, we've been in contact with a lot of drivers. We're going to contact a bunch more. So if any of the people out there listening haven't been contacted, don't, uh, don't get excited. We're going to contact you. Uh, we've got a big list of people, but by all means, they can certainly send us a note too if, if they think maybe we don't know they're there, you know, who they are, because uh, we, we certainly have got a bunch of uh, people that are new to us that have contacted us. So I uh, certainly encourage those people to get a hold of us. Um, but yeah, it's coming together really well. You know, the the weather's warming up out here, and uh, you know, snow is going to be gone from the speedway here in the next uh, week or two, just the way things are going. And we're going to get back to construction. I got a bunch more grandstands I got to get up, and uh, you know, some more facilities we got to get in place uh, prior to this race and tune the place right up. Absolutely. April 29th and April 30th is the weekend that you want to make plans to be with us out in B.C., uh, out at Penticton Speedway. Uh, We're all looking forward to it, uh, and it's going to be huge. The Western Rattler 300, uh, it is a, a pro late model race. Uh, it's uh, you, you've got some different rule packages that are being put together. Uh, truly going to be a national event. Uh, cars welcome from both sides of the border, and uh, it's going to pay some huge money. This is going to be a wild, wild weekend. It's uh, it's going to be awesome. It certainly is. I mean, I'm really excited about it. Um, you know, you mentioned uh, pro late, so it's yeah, it's I we've got a rule package that'll work for limited late, pro late, and super late, and we. I think we got a pretty good handle on on how we're going to, you know, have the rule package so that we got parity between, uh, I guess, those three forms of cars. Um, so it's going to be a huge field just because of that. Um, we're not, I can't think of too many people we would turn away with uh, with the kind of cars that are we're running in Canada and, and most of the U.S. Now, you'd have to be a real oddball not to fit the rule package that we have. So, um, yeah, lots of inclusion there. I'll also mention too that um, you know the, the the support series is going to be our our uh, street stock event, which is really growing really well, and so a big deal for them too that they get to be on a live broadcast like this. Um, you know, lots of times they feel left out, and uh, they're certainly not going to be with what we got going on here. They're going to be included in that. That's the Western Rattler 100, so it's going to be. Uh, 100-lap race Saturday night for them as well. That's awesome. So drivers from Height Speedway will probably be there. It's going to attract a lot of guys from different racetracks. Absolutely. Height, you know, uh, maybe some people from Wetaskiwin, certainly out Saskatoon, you know, the Victoria Bunch, and then the northern tracks in D.C., Quinnell, Williams Lake, Prince George, um, Agassiz. So, yeah, I we've been contacted by a representative, uh, meaning a race car driver, at least one from every track so far that we can think of. So uh, I think it's going to be an outstanding event. That's amazing to hear. You're going to be just a full pit area, and, and you know what that means when there's a full pit area. She's a full grandstand as well. Uh, really looking forward to seeing the entire deal. Uh, Trevor, um, uh, one thing I do want to bring up, uh, you know, and, and the only reason why I bring this up is because, uh, you know, I, I think it's the entire landscape of the sport right now uh, is having to deal with it. Um, tires, are, are you foreseeing any any uh, shortages or rule changes or anything to do with that? Um, is there any shortage uh, on the tire side of things? What do what does the tire situation look like for this race itself? Um, I've I've talked to a couple of guys from here in Ontario, and and that was one of the questions that that they had. 
So I'm, I'm actually glad you bring that up, Joe, uh, because we're in great shape for tires. We, uh, we got on it early. We, we got our tire order in last fall, and then we uh, were able to find some surplus, uh, if you will, just uh, a few tracks that, um, that didn't take their full quota, so we were able to secure a few more along the way. Cool. Um, late last fall and, and, and stuff there. So you know, we've got plenty of tires for, for this event and, uh, and the rest of our season. And I know it's a big deal. I'm hearing it everywhere. Um, we got on it, like I said, really early last year already to, to secure the majority of what we got. And uh, we're sure happy we did it. I mean, it's a huge investment. Uh, <laughs> the oh. dollars you got to lay out to inventory, the amount of tires that we're talking about, it's just crazy. Uh, you know, I saw a preliminary invoice the other day, and I was like, wow, look at that. Okay, well, we better get some cars out here to burn these things up. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's good. Um, we're in good shape. Um, so, yeah, you can let all the Ontario guys know if they want to come out this way, and we certainly want them to and welcome them to. We, we're going to have tires for them. That's awesome. Trevor, I know we've got so much to talk about and so much to inform everybody about, uh, but we are running out of time here. You're going to get to your meeting. You're going to drive safe and get to it. Uh, lay it all out, and next week here on the program, we're going to have a whole package to roll out for everybody, so uh, you don't want to miss it next week. Uh, we did want to get the information out to you that we will be live from Penticton Speedway in the Western Rattler 300. This is huge news, and uh, Trevor, can't thank you enough. Uh, we no- look forward to working with you. I know Jerry Paxton uh, is back in Paris, Ontario right now, Coming unglued. He can't wait to get there. Uh, it's going to be uh, just just amazing. Uh, huge news. And uh, this is going to be a barn burner, man. You're going to kick off Canadian short track racing. It's going to be the Rattler 300 that's going to get the whole thing moving this year. Well, again, I'll just say one last time. I'm certainly, uh, we are so excited to have, uh, you know, you guys come out and do the race for us live. Um, just, uh, it just gives us that, that added boost that we want for this event. It's going to be uh, one of Canada's largest events going forward. And uh, certainly uh, I think it's outstanding that you guys are part of it. And we got a voice across Canada now. So you, looking forward to it. You want to believe it. Tra- uh, safe travels. Get to that meeting, and I know we'll be in touch. Uh, we look forward to next week already. Sounds real good, guys. Have a great night. You want to believe care, it. That is Trevor Siebert, uh, Penticton Speedway. Uh, told you it was big. Man, uh, big that's news. so, so exciting that we're going to be. Uh, we've wanted to do a live race from out that way. And uh, Penticton, Penticton Speedway uh, and this race, we've been talking about it since, what, December? Yeah. Um, and, you know, like Trevor uh, announced that this very race on the show. Yep. And uh, I know in speaking with Trevor, I said, but I don't know what we got to do. But we have to do that race live on yep. Race Time Radio. We have to share this with absolutely everybody. And uh, that, lo and behold, today, at actually uh, 20 to 7 tonight, uh, I was on the phone with uh, Trevor and his partner, and uh, everything is put together. It's so cool. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, you know, the race to truly kick off Canadian racing. Uh, really interesting, you know, location uh, geographically that they're able to do that. 
um, you know, to start off early with nice weather. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's just going to be a phenomenal event. It's going to grow into something. If you're not there this year, it's going to be something that you'll want to get to the year after, um, you know, as a, as a driver. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, definitely, you know, for guys in Ontario and guys out East, um, you know, it's one thing to go to Florida. It's a, it's a long track out to the, out to the West coast. Yeah. But I'll say this. If you would if you would go to Speed Weeks, if you would go to you know Nashville or you know any track like that down south, you're going down and racing for like two grand to win. Yeah. You're going down to if race that. for six hundred dollars to win a night in 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 pro late model in, in at Speed Week. Yep. It, in this deal here, you're going to a beautiful facility. You're going to an absolutely gorgeous part of Canada, and you're racing for huge money. Yes, and uh, you know it's definitely uh, it's definitely going to be a barn burner. I I really love the inclusion of the different series. I think that's going to morph into some great racing. Um, by all accounts, great job to those guys, and and you know I can't wait to to hear it on Race Time Radio. You know that there's invitationals that take place at racetracks all the time, and they're always cool to go out and see an invitational. Uh, this is not an invitational. This is the that this is going to be. One of those annual events that's going to happen uh, year after year. Uh, this one's going to be built. This is going to be Western Canada's kickoff. Uh, this is going to be the IWK 250 of the West. Uh, and I'll tell you what, uh, you, you, we're going to tell you lots more about it uh, next week on the show. And we're going to get some of the teams that are going to be involved in running that race. We'll get you right up to speed all the way through, right from here all the way to the green flag going in the air. And I know we're excited to bring you the whole, absolute whole weekend of action. Jerry Paxton and I are going to make the trip out there. We're going to have the Penticton announcer uh, base. Uh, We're going to get those guys involved. And we're all going to be together. And we're going to I tell you what, it's going to be something else. I can't wait to get out there. Penticton Speedway, a pile of work Trevor has done and his staff in getting that facility prepared. Uh, They've got a vision. They got a focus. And uh, I can see it. I can see it. And I can't wait to be part of it. Uh, And I know Canada will be uh, revved and raring to go uh, in April. Uh, This is a great time to kick it all off. And then, of course, in May, You've got the NASCAR Pindy Series. You've got the Pro Stock Tour on Canada's East Coast. You've got uh, everything is going to fire up in May uh, into June, July, August. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. It's going to be spectacular, and the news just keeps getting better. we got lots to come at you as well, but that is going to do it tonight. For Race Time Radio Junior, this has been a whale of a show. I can tell you one thing. Motorama is going to have lots of people playing this uh, soundtrack uh, over the course of the weekend. Uh, uh, same weekend as Motorama, but it uh, it'll give some good content for everybody that's sitting around on in the booths. Uh, you can listen to, uh, to the Western Rattler 300. Live Canadian short track racing. It doesn't get any better than that. But for Sue, right here in the Race Time Radio studio, For Scotty back in Toronto, Uh, for Joe Jr., I'm Joe Sr., I hate to say it, but that's who I am, and uh, that's going to do it for us tonight. We'll catch you again next week, next Sunday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Racetime Radio Sirius XM, 
Channel 167. Have a good week, everybody, and uh, be safe. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent.